Ever wish you had a better marriage? Well, one good way to make your marriage better is by exchanging marriage vowels. I didn't say marriage vowels, V-O-W-S. I said marriage vowels, V-O-W-E-L-S. So if you want to make your marriage better, stay tuned and find out how you can exchange marriage vowels. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. At every wedding ceremony, somewhere in the service, the bride and groom exchange marriage vows. The vows come in different forms, but they all sound something like this. Do you, fill in the blank, promise to take, fill in the blank, to be your lawfully wedded spouse? to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do you part. These vows are a declaration of the commitment these two are making to one another, and they're meant to cement the couples in a lifetime marriage relationship. But we all know couples who stood before a minister in tuxes and gowns and exchanged such vows with great emotional sincerity and fervor, only to stand in a divorce court years later and dissolve their marriage. Why? Well, because it takes more than exchanging vows to make a marriage work. If you want your marriage to go the distance, you must exchange vowels, V-O-W-E-L-S. Maybe you remember vowels from school, or maybe you remember them as those things that contestants buy on Jeopardy. There are five of them, A-E-I-O-U. Now, each one of these letters stands for something that spouses need to exchange if they want their marriage to go the distance. So let's start with the first one, A. A stands for appreciation. Your spouse needs your appreciation. You need to recognize and show gratitude for them. You need to show that for the things they do and for their good qualities and for their sacrifices and for their contributions. Even if you think there is little to appreciate, there is always something that you can appreciate about your spouse, and you may just have to look harder. But showing your spouse appreciation communicates that they're important, that they matter, that they make a difference. We all need to know that we're important and that we matter. But a word of instruction here. When you show your spouse appreciation, don't be vague and general about it. Be specific. Don't say, hey, thanks for keeping things up around here. Say, hey, I just want to thank you for always making sure I have clean shirts. Don't say, hey, thanks for mowing the yard. Say, the yard looks great. Thank you for all the effort you put into it to make it look so good. Don't say, hey, good meal. Say, this meal was wonderful. Thank you for making such great meals for us. Don't say, hey, you're a good dad. Say, I can't tell you how much it means to me to see you spending time with the kids and reading them stories and helping them with their homework. It makes me love you all the more. Now, you may say, well, that sounds a little over the top. I shouldn't have to go so overboard to show appreciation for something that they should be doing anyway. But just because you don't see the need doesn't mean there isn't a need for it. I was once working with a wife who was trying to get her husband to help more around the house. So I suggested that she try showing more appreciation for the things he's already doing. The suggestion seemed to irritate her. He can see I need help. Why can't he just help me? But the next week she came back and told me that she had been trying to show appreciation to her spouse. And consequently, her husband had helped her more that week than ever before. 
I'm telling you, few things will fill a spouse's tank like being appreciated. And the more they feel appreciated, the more they will do things to appreciate. Let's move on to the next vowel. We've done A, appreciation. The next one is E, encouragement. When it comes to encouragement, I once heard it put this way. How do you know if someone needs encouragement? Well, if they're breathing, they need encouragement. There's not a person on the planet that doesn't need encouragement. This life can be difficult and discouraging and draining, and it's easy to slump under the weight of it all. Whereas appreciation is calling attention to what your spouse has done, encouragement is helping them see what they can do. Encouragement speaks to your spouse's potential. Encouragement is what picks us up and props us up and keeps us moving forward. Without encouragement, we're like a sailboat with no wind. So pay attention to what your spouse is good at, what they have a passion for, where they're already making a difference, and encourage them in those things. Help them see the bigger picture of what they could do. It will fill their sails with wind and direction. Another marriage vowel you need to exchange is I, intimacy. I know some shy away from the word intimacy because to them it conjures up these visions of hallmark moments where you're staring into each other's eyes and sharing your deepest emotions. But intimacy is much simpler than that. A good definition of intimacy is into me see. Intimacy is simply letting your spouse see into you what you're thinking, what you're struggling with, what makes you smile, what you wish for, what you hope for what you want out of life, etc., etc. You know, it's funny. We tend to do this easily when we're dating. But then the longer we're married, the easier it is to get and stay inside our heads and keep our thoughts to ourselves. Now, opening up typically comes easier for wives than it does for husbands. But there are always exceptions to any rule. If you're the one who has trouble opening up, know this. Your spouse longs to be a part of your inner world. They don't need a roommate to share space with. They need a soulmate to share life with. And that happens when you let them into your head and into your heart. More than anything else, intimacy is what elevates an average marriage to a good marriage. If you'd like to get some more help when it comes to intimacy, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode number eight, The Mystery of Intimacy. I think this will really help you with the concept of intimacy. I'll try to put a link in the show notes to this episode. Okay, two more vowels to go. The next one is O, stands for optimism. Now, I recognize that this is easier for some than for others. Some people are naturally glass-half-full people, while others are naturally glass-half-empty people. And, and there's even a few that are, I can't see the glass at all, people. So if you tend to be more on the pessimistic side of things, you need to know this. Your pessimism, if left unabated, can become a wet blanket on the marriage. It can make it hard for your spouse to enjoy things. It can even make it hard for them to enjoy you. Now, please hear me. I'm not saying that you need to change your whole personality for the sake of your spouse. That's not possible, nor is it helpful. Chances are your spouse needs some of the, shall we say, realism that you bring to things, just as you need some of the optimism that they bring to things. But if you tend to be pessimistic, working to temper that by being a little more optimistic will help you draw your spouse to yourself and help you keep things lighter and easier for them and for the marriage. Remember, everyone needs to believe that things can and will be better, even those who are pessimistic. And now, the final vow you need to exchange in your marriage is you, 
understanding. Truly understanding your spouse is a powerful thing, even if you don't agree with them. Why? Because everyone longs to be understood and heard. Even more than fixing our problems, we want our spouse to hear and know our heart. That's why understanding is such an important marriage vowel. In his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey put it this way, Seek first to understand and then be understood. The ancient book of Proverbs puts it this way in chapter 18 and verse 13, If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and his shame. Now, this is so hard to do in marriage. We're often more concerned about making our point than hearing our spouse's point. We listen to our spouse only to spot where they're wrong. We get so caught up in the specifics of what they're saying that we don't hear what they're trying to say. Listen, and then listen some more. You have two ears and one mouth. Use them in that proportion. Or as the New Testament book of James tells us, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And don't just listen to understand what they're saying. Listen to understand why they're saying it. If you have trouble doing this, let me refer you back to another episode, episode 15, that's called The Sands of Time. I'll try to put a link in the show notes. There, you'll get some really good practical help on how to better understand your spouse. So there you have it. The five marriage vowels, A-E-I-O-U, appreciation, encouragement, intimacy, optimism, understanding. These are the marriage vows you need to exchange for a stronger and a more lasting marriage. Now, a final thought. Everything we do or everything we pursue or everything we dream about in life is actually attempts to realize one or more of these marriage vows. And know this, exchanging one or more of these vows will improve any relationship, not just marriage, but they are especially pertinent to improving a marriage relationship. So remember... In order to keep your marriage vows, V-O-W-S, you must exchange your marriage vows, V-O-W-E-L-S. Hey, I hope this episode has been helpful for you. I hope it'll help you learn what goes into making a good, long-lasting marriage. If you want to hear more from me, you can go to brettleg.com or you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now go out, have a great week, invest in your marriage, invest in your relationships, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.